Hello, this is Anna, and this is the first episode of the Normal People Podcast. This is a podcast where I'll be interviewing normal people, asking them questions from their favorite color to what they think the meaning of life is. So sit back and let's talk to a normal person. Okay. Uh, let's start with my first guest, Molly. Why don't you introduce yourself? Where are you from? Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name's Molly. I'm from California. I go to Georgetown. I am 20 years old. Uh, did I say I was from California? I think I did. Okay, yeah, Molly's from I'm California. I'm a little <laughs> So... Just to start off with a rapid round question. Okay. What is one location in the world you felt truly happy? Mm, two places come to mind. Okay. One is my grandparents' house in New Hampshire. Um, I usually go there once, at least once a year. And it's a place where few things change. Um, and I, I kind of love the consistency of it and, um, I moved a lot and in the last couple of years, it feels like, and it's a nice place to just return to. And it's always the same in a lot of ways. I mean, my grandparents redo their house all the Mm -hmm. time, but like everything in the town is the same, which is really nice. And the house is majority the same. And then Colorado. I don't know. I, I just always find peace in Colorado and California. Would you like to see yourself living in either of those places in the future? No. I think it's one of those things where it's an escape, so it's mm-hmm. nice to go and see. And part of the magic is the magic is the infrequency of going. Yeah. You, I think as I moved away from California, and my parents just moved recently out of the house that we lived in for a long time. It was in the hills, and so... When I'm home, I always drive up to the hills. My parents now live in town. And there's something nice about escaping and going there, and you see the magic a bit more. What I find interesting is that you recently went to Hong Kong, <laughs> and that's something, a place you're very fond of, but your yeah. two favorite places you mentioned are pretty much the opposite, like rural versus very... City-wise, would you say it's like a different type of view suits different situations? Yeah, I think I see my the majority of my life will probably be spent in a city, but my mm. escape is the country. Okay, I don't think I can live in the country all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Okay, if humans existed in hundred, two hundred years from now. What do you think civilization would look like? It's a hard question. I think these days it's a particularly hard question because things don't seem to be moving in the right direction. And I don't know, it just seems hard to imagine that far in the future. I mean, I have hopes, Mm -hmm. but I don't really know what it would look like. What kind of technology do you think? Because... I doubt, like, it used to be like, oh, flying cars, stuff mm-hmm. like that, back to the future. Because I see it as, it's all going to be a hologram. 
Interesting. I, I think everything will be computerized, robots. I mean, we already live in a very robotic yeah. world anyhow. I don't I think we're just going to keep moving forward. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of changes in food. So I, I, Ooh, we're going to get to the so. point where I think there's going to be a lot more like um, lab-produced food, I imagine. Oh, interesting. You know? I don't know. It's not my field of... I'm, yeah. I like history, so I look backwards, okay. not forward that much. Well, how do we know that we're not living in a computer simulation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Anna. We just... Hopefully not. Are right. you saying that, like, there's... We're... Like, have you heard what Elon Musk talks about? How it's all simulation? No. Like, He's nice. How His cars are cool. I gotta give it to him. What about, like, aliens? What about... Do you think, like, aliens are... You know how we play, like, with dolls, for example? Aliens are playing with us. Mm. Like, we play with dolls, but it's, like, all a game to them. That would be sad. I don't know. I don't think we are. I choose to believe we're not. Well, we're all Sims. It would be kind of interesting. Either way, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, what do you do? You don't. You have no say in it either way. How do you? Okay, if you want to look in the past, how do you feel about those? Have you seen those pictures where? It's like, oh, time travelers caught in the past, and it's a picture with someone with a cell phone from 1800s. Do you believe in those? No. Are you kidding me? I'm not a sci-fi person. That's not sci-fi. It's just facts. <laughs> I need to see stars. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? Why or why not? Got reaction? No. Okay, non-gut reaction. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've never had an experience with a ghost. I don't want to say, like, I'm not, I have no previous previous experience with ghosts, so I guess I would just, that's where I stand. No, but maybe, maybe there could be, <laughs> just haven't happened yet. No. What do you think happens after we die? I don't know. I don't think about death that often. Mm. So is it something you don't think about because you fear it or because it just doesn't come to mind? It doesn't come to mind. I don't, I don't fear death, I would say. I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge risk taker, but I'm not super cautious. Like I don't Mm -hmm. think of things as like, is this going to kill me necessarily? Yeah. Um, but if someone okay if you had the option to either find out when you died or how you died which one would you choose probably when yeah me too i don't know need to know how because then that would be more frightening because then you try Mm -hmm. to avoid and rather than just like live the best you know the tacky saying like live your best self or whatever you know live your life to the fullest yeah I don't know. I just, I look at things in like a year by year basis. Like, what do I want to do this year? What do I want to do now? So I guess I live a little bit on the edge of like, I'm not a, I mean, I'm a planner, but not that far in advance. And I don't know. There was, 
I grew up in an area where there were like a lot of suicides mm-hmm. when I was in high school, um, of like other high schoolers committing suicide. And so I, I guess it made me very aware of death, but I guess that's like choice of death, which is different. Yeah. So this is a hard one to think about. Okay. But I heard this question. I was like, wow, very introspective. What is one lie you continuously tell yourself? Oh. I know. I was like, that's deep and dark. Like, I think I tell myself a lot of lies. I don't know. Nothing comes directly to mind. Like, and also, could that mean... Like, what's a lie that you tell yourself? I don't know, because it's a, I think it's a weird balance between is that your the back of your head saying you can do it, you can do it, or you can't. And yeah, is it? I would say like which one's a lie? The fact that you can do it, or you can't do it. Yeah. Or if you say, "Oh, I'm smart, I'm worthy, whatever, whatever," then the back of your evil mind is like, "No, no you're no. not. No, so you're not." So which one's the truth? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I can't think of anything that I tell myself on the regular. Like a lie. I feel like you have to be pretty dark to have a lie that you continuously tell yourself, but you're also aware that you continuously yeah. tell yourself I don't, this I lie. I can't think of anything that's like I'm aware of. I'm, pro- I'm not denying that I probably do. I don't think you consciously tell yourself a lie. I mean, there's people... Like, I guess if you killed someone and then you're like, oh, don't feel bad, don't feel bad. Yeah, or you recognize things where you, you say, I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's like, I don't know. Sometimes I guess I would say the lie I tell myself is that I need to work harder and that not, not that I'm not good enough. Yeah. But that like sometimes... It's just like you can just just do it. Mm-hmm. Now I, I don't overthink, but sometimes with like schoolwork and stuff, I just I'd rather sit there and plan it and think about it and mull over it and oh let's yeah. have a quote and then just like sometimes I'm like no just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think of anything like a lie. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Like, I think maybe I'd be telling myself a lie about being, like, you're doing enough. You're not, you don't have to work harder. Like, I think that might be a lie that I tell myself. Yeah. But I don't know if that's also the evil part of your brain. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any major lies. But, okay, this next question... Do you believe that we shape our own fate or is fate determined, predetermined for us? I think we shape our own fate. But I think there's a higher I believe that there's probably a higher being, but I don't I believe that we play an active role in our own lives. Mm. We create the lives we create we create the life we want to live. But is, do you think that that was in our fate 
for us to want to shape it that way. In what sense? Like, say... um, Someone really, really wanted to be, I don't know, an astronaut. So they worked really, really hard, but, like, it was their fate to be an astronaut regardless. But I guess the idea that you might have the choice of not wanting to become an astronaut. Yeah. Not believing in yourself. Not pushing yourself. So I do think you're in charge of your own fate. To an extent. Do you believe in, like, the butterfly effect? What does that mean? That's, like, the flap of a butterfly's wing can change. Like, even the smallest thing that happened in history could have changed, like, the complete, complete, like, occurrence of events in history. Um, Like, the slightest... I think maybe not to that extent, but on an individual level, yes. I think daily choices shape big choices. Mm -hmm. They're way, way more important than the, the big choices because everything leading up to that defines how you're going to make that choice mm-hmm. or what is even the options you're facing. And therefore, we are shaping, our actions shape, you know, the life we live. Mm-hmm. What I find crazy is when you hear about horrible events and you'll hear people say, oh, I was supposed to be there that time, but... Yeah. But it's a little things like that. It's true. Like, I was supposed to be at the Boston Marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah. When it all went down. And the reason I wasn't was my sister really wanted to go to the tea party museum. Like, you know, the Boston tea, like, massive, you know, tea party Mm -hmm. event. They have a museum where you, like, throw tea in the Boston Harbor, whatever. (laughs) And, like, it took forever. It took longer than anticipated. And I wanted to go to the finish line and go to the, like, I can't remember what the sports store is called on Newberry Street. Oh, I wow. wanted to watch the finish line, the you know, mm-hmm. finalists and whatever, cross the finish line. But I did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the time we got out of this museum and we were like, oh, you know. It's not worth going anymore. Let's go to the John of K- John F. Kennedy Museum, and we did, and that's why I wasn't there. Wow. Yeah. So I do think small. It's I. I don't know small choices. I don't think that's like that's not really what I was thinking of. But I think like, you know, you make you know who you choose to marry or those types of like big yeah. life choices, which really like steer you in a different direction. Those. The smaller choices you made up to that point shape those, uh, Mm -hmm. what happens. Another thing I find crazy is it, like, seems that some people are just destined. That's, you don't want to say that, but I remember when the Colorado movie theater shooting happened, Mm -hmm. there was a girl in there who had been in, I think, it might have been one, but I think it was two previous, like, newsworthy shootings beforehand. Mm Mm-hmm. And she just so happened to, like, very unfortunately die in the last one. But it's, like, it's very, very nuts that it's, like, people. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's I do think that some things just happen with no, like, no rhyme or reason. And that's the unfortunate part of tragedy. Mm-hmm. 
I think majority of tragedy is built up to that, like being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You mm-hmm. don't really, I mean, sometimes you make the choice, but often you don't. Yeah. Well, um, so we don't end on such a sad note. Okay. Uh, I want to give you your chance. If you could suggest any movie, TV show, song, book that you think that everyone in the world should <laughs> listen, read, watch, what do you think? What would you choose? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that everyone has to listen to the song Body. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just... By the, Loud Luxury, oh, Canadian yes. band. Oh, I or know. I don't know if that's a know. band. But. but it's great. It's such a peppy, you know, feel-good song. I literally will listen to that when I'm down writing a stupid paper, doing something I don't want. I just put it on. It's two and a half <laughs> minutes. It's perfect. Um, but what else? I don't know. There's a lot of great books out there. Going to the Amazon bookstore today, I was reminded yeah. there's so many good books. That was nuts. Can I just say about the Amazon bookstore? I was so just impressed because you have the Amazon app on your phone. I know that's this, that's the futuristic world. We're and in. you scan the code on the shelf, and then on the app. Because I was wondering, I'm like, I don't, how am I supposed to tell what books are here? Or how much and anything costs? Yeah, there's no There's cost. no prices on anything. So on the app, you scan the code, and then it shows the whole store's inventory, shows how many they have, where it is, what the price is. And did you notice that there's almost no employees? Yeah. There's no employees. And they basically, I think the only thing the employees were trained on is how to use the app. Which is sad because I love local things. And, like, I think with the Amazon bookstore, I go in there and there's so many books. And that's awesome. And it's great. Mm. And the price is great. Like, it's hard to deny. You know, I bought two books for $20. And one of them normally is $35. Like, that's really crazy. That was awesome. But, you know, I love going to my local bookstore in Menlo Park. Everyone should go to Kepler's. And there's this old woman. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it's on, I don't know what street it's on. El Camino? I don't know. Um, it's, it's famous. Um, and I have this old woman named Nancy. She has a shell. Oh, Nancy and I, shell. And I read anything that Nancy suggests. My dad and I read everything Nancy suggests. And so I didn't have that today. And I was like, I don't know how to pick out a book. Yeah. So I text my dad. And that's how I picked the book that I picked. Yeah, it's kind of hard, and I also found, maybe it's just because they didn't have the book that I wanted, the selection was not amazing. No, I also felt like it was too trendy, I don't know, like, I I mean, I I had, and there was also a lot of old books, or books that, like, I've already, wasn't really, like, eh. Yeah, I just, I find it interesting that probably in five years, those stores aren't going to have employees at all. No. It's going to be all self-checkout. Everyone's going to know how to use the app, so they don't need the employees telling people. I know, like, even today when people. I, you know, went, they were like, well, where's your app? I was like, what app? They're like, duh, the Amazon yeah. app. Get with it. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's something weird about it. Like, I do like the price, but I did, I thought it was strange. Yeah, it's like the doctor's clinic I went to here. Yeah. So, this doctor's clinic, walk into a room, no receptionist. There's this weird, like, African drum music going on <laughs> and masks everywhere. There's two iPads on the wall. It 
says, like, you check in. Within five seconds, a doctor comes out. Doesn't even say, oh, are you Anna? Just come in. And then took two seconds and I was out. That's the future. Yeah. Like, once we get rid of that doctor, that's, that's the thing. Scary. He's the only human thing left in that situation. It was just him in that office because he didn't need receptionists. He didn't need secretaries. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. I don't know. There's something sad about that. Yeah, because then your human interaction is lower. I don't know. That's really true. Because some, if you think about people who live alone, the only human interaction they have is... Like the service. Yeah. Like, you know, if you get a cup of coffee. Like, there's something nice. And I, I don't know, my roommate pointed this out to me that I I say this a lot. Um, But I like interactions with, like, consistent people. You know, going to the grocery store and, like having the same cashiers and, like, yeah. you know, that sort of familiarity and... Yeah, I like that, too. And except for the guy at Starbucks who, hello, Adam, like, hi. Yeah. I mean, I go to the grocery store in Los Altos, and they still are shocked that I even got there alone. They don't even <laughs> know how to drive. <laughs> like, I'm 20 years old. But, you know, there's something nice about that, and... I don't know. That's what I think with the Amazon bookstore. There was no; those people were not hired because they enjoyed books. No. So good at you know scanning and what that's totally fine. Like mm-hmm. that's a job, and I respect what they're doing and whatnot. But I don't know. But the job's gone in two years. Yeah, and they're not there due to their love of books. It's no. they need a job, and you know. Yeah, like I even find at. Um, it's a big company bookstore, but the one in my town, if you go in and ask people for help, they still know, yeah, like, what books are, what books to suggest, but this one, it was just, like, Yeah, like, I think there was literally only two employees there, which is crazy. Like, yeah. it was a big bookstore. Yeah, there were, actually. Yeah. It was, it was very, very, and there was lots of people just sitting around. Well, that was, yeah, the cafe is really strange. I was so small. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like what will bring me back and is the price. It's so hard to be. Because mm-hmm. books are so expensive. Yeah. And that's the hard part about Kepler's is like, I mean, it's like $32 for one book. I bought mm-hmm. two and one of them's hardback. And if you read it, some people are really fast readers. Yeah. And I've started to use audiobooks because you can like walk and stuff like that and listen yeah. to them. But it's not the same as listening like holding a book yeah but so final final question okay as per request how do you feel about the mouse that lives in our house mouse or should i say possible mice, mice family mice. oh god there's so many mice in georgetown i mean it makes it interesting <laughs> i don't know spices up life a little bit yeah i'm not scared of them just just excited. It's a little gross. Him. Okay, yeah. I mean, if the mouse didn't poop, we would be okay. Yeah. But the mouse is pooping on everything. On our pants. Which is so gross. Not cool. Yeah. But, okay. He's cute. He is cute, I think. Yeah. I've seen him only in glimpses. There's a little baby tiny one. I'm Adorable. sure if we sit super quiet after this, we can spot him. Yeah. The last night. I can't wait. Yeah. But... Oof. Thank you for joining me on the first episode of the normal Normal People podcast. The normal people podcast. Would you consider yourself a normal person? 
Yeah, probably. Okay, a little nuts. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Molly. It was a pleasure to have you. And thank you. Good luck on your job. Thank you.